Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia and with me, Sunanda Vashisht. How are you, Sunanda? Good, Adit. How are you? Good. Finally, coming back to our full edition of Mind Podcast yes. after what it seems two weeks. Yes. Um, and we are very pleased to have our guest joining in from India, the editor of Organizer, uh, uh, columnist and uh, writer and as I call him, debate survivor on News TV, uh, Praful Ketkar. <laughs> Welcome to Mind Podcast, Prafulji. <laughs> for for him I acha, acha, before 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 my leaders outer this is not kumar ketkar this is praful ketkar <laughs> <laughs> no 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 uh, yes we just i just had a good fortune of meeting uh, Praf- we we, we oh. did both of us had a good fortune of meeting praful at world hindu congress in chicago and on the sidelines we had long conversations so adit for all your um, introduction or several um, epithets that you have given to praful i will only give one he's a thinker no, and that's what i like absolutely absolutely so welcome to thinker. welcome to my podcast praful uh, what are your first thought what are your first thoughts about world hindu congress because we have to talk about that i mean yeah you, uh, see for me at personal level uh, it was like uh, a kind of uh, a dream come true hmm. uh, because i uh, myself you know actually uh, grew up uh, uh, reading uh, swami vivekananda in fact the first uh, prize i i believe uh, you, you spoke about the uh, debating Uh, hmm. the first prize i remember you know in my uh, debating and elocution was actually the complete works of vivekananda wow. in my school days hmm. and there actually i uh, started so uh, visiting uh, chicago and attending world hindu congress uh, at the um, occasion of 125th anniversary of his uh, famous series of speech i would not uh, just uh confined it to one speech but actually a series of speech uh it was a very uh, you know a memorable moment mm-hmm. but as the world hindu congress is concerned i would like to say that in true sense it was a kind of uh celebration and recontextualizing swami vivekananda uh, and his message of universal brotherhood mm-hmm. when there is the idea of very uh very conservative sense of brotherhood uh, limited to one community one religion one caste the whole idea of universal brotherhood that really hindu civilization uh, changes and and actually given to the entire world i believe you know it was a celebration of that uh, message in the truth so let me let me stir up some controversy right here and ask you both a question and which i know what you what you might say but so would you consider this as a uh, uh, just primarily just a cultural uh, event that happened or would you also uh, attribute that this was a congregation of um, hindu civilization and i use the word indic civilization um, for some cultural or socio political change as well who you want me to go first uh, either of you i can go first um, and i, I specifically said socio political because yeah. there was a lot of controversy over this whether this was a political conference or not i i personally think that we are we, we are going into this huge quagmire if we just put it into one bracket i think it's a multifaceted no, conference I, but i don't understand why there is this controversy there were seven tracks and one of the tracks was political conference so obviously political 
politics was discussed. No, but was this the only motivation? Uh, it was a political conference. I don't know. See, there is one thing that you have to understand. Hmm. Which facet of life, whether you're talking about social or you're talking about economic or you're talking about historical, is free from pa- politics. No, no, no. no. You're, mis- so, you're misunderstanding my question. What I'm saying is, was this for Hindus, Hindus as a cultural identity or Hindus as a political identity? Both. Both, right? Absolutely both. Right. I mean, and I, I do not see them. The uh, no, I don't see the dichotomy between them. I don't see them different from each other. Mm. I think one feeds off each other. Mm. I think one strengthens from the other. Mm. And I do not think anyone needs to be cagey about it. I do not think <laughs> anyone needs note, to which be... Which one strengthens from which one? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't <laughs> think anyone needs yeah. to be cagey about it. I don't think anyone needs to be... This was a peaceful gathering, which I keep stressing on. Mm. This was a peaceful gathering of 2,500 Hindus from 60 countries who were talking about identity issues. Now, identity can be political, identity can be social, there can be um, economic identity, there can be several other things. And one, thing I, no, and one thing I want to point out, right, and uh, now I'm coming to Praful after this, is this was not just about problems and issues. There were also lots of solutions, solutions. that were talked about. Like, I can tell you like uh, Sunanda's session was about social media right my session was about how digital media uh, films uh, have uh, changed the online scape so that's not essentially a problem that's how have we embraced new ventures because the existing ventures were not doing justice exactly so and and Praful's session was talking about the uh, your regular media like the print media and then and, and I, that's what I want to uh, talk to him about the first part is about again the social political question that I was asking and the second part about um, print and TV media and how is that changing? Okay, so uh, as far as the first part is concerned, I, I, I would like to reply in one sentence that you know, uh, thinking uh, this or that itself is a non-Hindu concept. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. in binary, <laughs> so it was about education, it was about youth, it was about women, it was about economics, it was about larger Hindu identity, civilization, history, and also about politics. Hmm. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so, so, so I, I don't see this or that. Hmm. It was about larger, uh, you know, Hindu society, not just in India, hmm. but all over the world, and what it has to contribute to humanity at large, and that has been, you know, the the uh, actual uh, heritage of this civilization that it has always thought about the not just about the humanity, entire universe. Hmm. So it was a kind of sharing of ideas in the change situation. Hmm. It was sharing of initiatives that are being taken at various levels hmm. and of course discussing problems and when you are discussing problems you will have to discuss about some political solutions also. Right. So there won't be one particle about politics but uh, you know while discussing education of course there will be ONG. But was it about just Hindu and Hindutva politics? No. no. It was that uh, Hindu head and it's possible uh, you know, contribution and solution to the humanity class. So I see this uh, is a purely Hindu concept of looking at things from a comprehensive way in multiple uh, identities and multiple levels. 
and it is definitely not no, and I, you know because um, uh, Mohan Bhagwaji's speech you know there was a lot of discussion about that I would co- want to quote a line from uh, kind of summarizing what Praful said from it from the speech because he alluded to and a concept that I relate to personally a lot uh, Jain, a concept of Jainism which talks about Anekantavad right one truth in many perspectives so everybody has their own version of the truth and w- you know what is the point like of going to a conference if there are not multiple points of you if we are all uh, talking in the same voice about the same things then it's no fun having a discussion so trust me there were a lot of debates there was there was a lot of arguments and it was not where people were all agreeing with each other and this is coming from people who actually attended the conference and participated in debates uh, most pieces you see on left-wing portals are people who have not even attempted gone to the conference and coming up to their conclusions no they just took the PTI uh, report and then they made um, uh, you know uh, editorials about it huh? How? Ah, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we can't uh, talk about the people who are not even you know tolerant enough to uh, uh, you know recognize the existence of Hindus and Hindutva forces. <laughs> so we should not bother much about them uh-huh. because they they deny one right to exist to other. So you know yeah. if they are talking about any other right, then it is you know immaterial. But uh-huh. what I would like to highlight you know is. What is the biggest contribution of our civilization to humanity? Hmm. And uh, what was the real celebration when I can say, you know, it's from Tommy Vaitanda's native? I think that, uh, you know, the whole idea of spiritual democracy is our biggest contribution. Nobody talks about this because uh, people like uh, to think in terms of celebration, hmm. uh, but the biggest, biggest idea that Hindu civilization has given to humanity is spiritual democracy. Everybody has the right to choose his or her own way, her his or her own truth, and in a way his or her own God and even the way of worship. That is the beauty of this. And this is the only civilization that accepts that all ways can be true. Hmm. So I think uh, that's why this this Congress was important and this happening in Chicago was all the more important uh, that somehow in the present situation where you, the, the, the entire world is winning between binaries of mm. this or that, either you are with us or against us, mm. uh, this, this message was somewhere in code uh, and still uh, there was, uh, you know, there were deliberations, discussions, debates and still there was, you know, uh, this, this fundamental belief that, okay, the ultimate truth is one. All can lead uh, through their own path, as certain reality said. They have to learn to work separately, but still in the same direction. So mm. that is the way, uh, you know, we have to uh, show the ideal way of moving forward collectively uh, to the entire world. I I want to ask Praful a question and this is a question that has come um, to us through many um, uh, you know sources many channels and this is a question which um, the opposing end of the political spectrum wants to know but that's not important it is what the people on our end of the political spectrum also want to know and um, uh, I think you are the right person to answer this why is, first of all, is Hindutva political awakening of Hindus? If it is, if your answer is yes, then why is 
Hindutva looked at as a force of hatred or an ex or a, um, exclusive ideology. Even if it is political awakening of Hindus, why is it? Why do people think? Why are people worried about it? Why are people thinking that it's an exclusivist notion? See, the, the, the primary reason for this is uh, because uh, people like to see uh, Indian, Indic or Hindu realities uh, from the Anglo-Saxon prison. Hmm. Uh, and that's why when you say Hindu, Hinduqua, whatever uh, word you would like to use, uh, they generally equate it to the theocracy. Now, frankly speaking, either the idea of theocracy or the idea of conversion doesn't exist uh, in entire Hindu civilization. Uh, uh, and as I said, you know, this whole idea of celebrating uh, truth through a different path, uh, that is the unique feature and that's why there is no idea of theocracy. And therefore, you see in entire Hindu discourse, there is no mention of Hindu state. There is always the idea of Hindu Rashtra. Hmm. The national identity or the, the civilizational heritage that Hindus cherish is Hindu Rashtra. So it is nowhere that it is an idea of exclusion, one. Secondly, when you are talking about whether it is a you know, uh, resurgence of Hindu identity, uh, yes, and there is nothing wrong in it uh, because, uh, you know, it is the only existing civilization which has uninterrupted journey, known journey of at least 5,000 years. And perhaps more, more. and uh, it, it continuously carries that Hindu-ness. The idea of Bharat, the geographical Bharat kept changing, but the, the Hindu-ness of Hindus, wherever they went, they carried with them. And uh, they always uh, believed in those values and they uh, responded to the world in the same situation and that's why uh, perhaps after so many aggressions, uh, so many apprehensions and so many uh, resistance, uh, Hindu as an idea and Hindu myth as qualities uh, remain intact. So uh, we should celebrate that. Why not? Absolutely. Absolutely. Very interesting. Very, well, I mean, interesting perspective. And then again, as Praful said, there are there can always be two perspectives about it. There could no, be variations wanted, of this idea as well. Right. I just wanted uh, Praful because he raised a very interesting thing. He said Hindu Rashtra is not Hindu state. Can you just dwell on it for another 30 seconds and tell us what is the difference between Hindu Rashtra and Hindu state? It is very, it is very simple. Uh, in Hindu Rashtra, there were multiple states existing. I will give you three examples. Uh, 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 Parsis uh, uh, came to the Gujarat coast, hmm. uh, and and one raja, uh, one king was you know ruling there. Hmm. Uh, uh, Jews uh, came to Mumbai coast. A totally different kind of uh, political setup in terms of state was there. And uh, uh, in a way, Muslims and Christians uh, originally came to Kerala. Kerala. Mm. All of them came at different point of time. All of them were received by different community under different uh, monarch. Mm. And still, their responses to all those communities were the same. The first thing they did was they welcomed. Then. They saw, they observed, and when they realized that their 
gods are different, their ways of worship are different. They did donated the land, they came uh, out and you know they uh, in fact helped them uh, to construct their own uh, you know places of worship. Now there was no kind of you know uh, uh, consensus that you know this, but this this was the value and this was the you know heritage that we uh, carried forward throughout the ages. How to behave with a you know a, a guest who is coming to you? Mm. So Atiti Devo Bhava was not just a slogan; mm. it was in practice, and it was not dictated by some state. Mm. So. The state centricism was not there. You know, you see from Latin America to Southeast Asia, wherever uh, external aggression came, one one king is out. Mm. Either uh, he he is thrown out or he changed his way of worship, and the entire society changed. Mm. In the the beauty of Hindu Rashtra is it was never state centric; it was always society centric. Mm. So. The, the, when when we talk about the Swadeshi Samaj or Hindu Samaj or Hindu Rashtra, when we say we the people, so we the people basically are the ones who carry these unique features of this nationhood, hmm. uh, which is not bound by uh, a state mechanism. Nation state mechanism is a very modern mm -hmm. idea evolved in in. Uh, European context and the theocracy is essentially attached to Islamism and Christianism. So when you the moment you say Hindu and Rashtra or Hindu they try to apply their ideas of theocratic state to the the idea of Hindu Rashtra. And that's why it's been if you don't have real understanding of being so i mean the, the, this this discussion sums it up right what we, no this this discussion sums it up what what happened at the world hindu congress also or how deep like there were discussions we started from world hindu congress to its social political meaning and now we are debating about india as a civilizational state so that just tells you that how how different were the topics discussed on that but um, one before we end this segment i wanted to uh, uh, mentioned that uh, uh, Praful is working on this wonderful uh, cover story at the organizer of that. So when can our listener or when can our listeners or readers, mind makers readers expect to read that story? Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Wow. So he has worked on it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, so this is perfect then. That if, if, you, if, if you liked what the discussion was, you can probably read it in the longer format of <laughs> the story. So, um, excellent. So now, uh, this was the part one was about the World Hindu Congress. Part two, Prophet will still uh, be with us. We'll talk about the current news and discussions of the day. So stay tuned. Yeah, so um, from the good times, let's talk about the king of bad times, <laughs> Mr. Um, Mr. Malia is in London. Yes, and uh, that seems to be the the capital for a lot of um, uh, folks. Economic offenders and jihadis and Khalistanis, and then they wonder why is London called Londonistan. <laughs> I'm not going there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why you know I always say that it has become a. a, a, a World capital for refuge, not refugees. Uh, <laughs> 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 to run away from. Run away from. Please, so when they were talking about when they were talking about accepting real refugees, I'm like probably they should think about accepting real refugees because they already accept the um, the very rich refugees 
राहुल गांधी टू सीम्स टू बी इंडलजिंग इन दिस थ्रो एवरीथिंग टिल समथिंग स्टिक्स एंड राहुल गांधी एंड देन द न्यू आइडियोलॉग फॉर विच द लेफ्टिस्ट सडनली फाउंड लव अरुण शौरी इज थ्रोइंग एवरीथिंग एट द राफेल एंड इट सीम्स सो इट कीप्स गेटिंग सिलियर बाय द डे आई मीन बाय द मिनट एंड इट सीम्स गेटिंग द ओनली स्कैम इन राफेल इज दैट देयर इज नो स्कैम देयर 
There isn't. Yeah. And, and, and what is... I think... Okay, and, and this is something that probably I think... Maybe... Uh, this is where the government misses a press secretary. Yeah. A press secretary can every day, like, you know, respond to this gibberish that they do. I don't even think the defense minister needs to keep responding to all this. Well, in this Rafael case, uh, finance minister has responded, defense minister has responded. You respond here, you respond on the floor of the house. That's why you need a press secretary who day to day comes and rebuts this nonsense. Yeah, every day. You can't have the defense minister of the country coming every day. Go ahead. Adi, the, the present fact is, hmm. you know, this has become, please, see, see, this is, this is a typical uh, Maoist tactics hmm. that you change the goalposts and hmm. you use all mediums to change those goalposts. Hmm. And in such scenario, hmm. you know, what is happening now at one point, uh, uh, social media was effectively used by Prime uh, Modi himself and BJP and the present government as an effective tool to communicate with the masses. Now the same tool is, uh, you know, uh, is being used by uh, the forces that is opposing the present government. Mm. And government has to deal with this some or the other way and accept this as a reality. Yeah. But I don't think nearly, a, you know, a position of press secretary is going to resolve this issue simply because you have to address this issue at the tactical level. Mm. You know, how you are going to deal with the, this whole idea of, uh, you know, uh, either uh, shoot and put or or just changing the goalposts. No, so I, I'll tell you, I, I'll kind of explain what I was referring to. So for people like mm-hmm. allegations like Prashant Bhushan, Arun Shauri, Ashwan Sinha, the nonsense they give, for that a response by press secretary should be good enough. Now, if Rahul Gandhi makes this a political issue, then have a political strategy for it. So, but I'm saying just simply this day-to-day issues that there are happening by these you know folks. For that, I think just a press secretary because usse zada unko attention mein mat do. That, that's that's my limited point just nothing nothing uh, but yeah I agree with you that there has to be a tactical strategy to it and this will only increase in the in the months to come I mean you are less than a year away from general election I completely agree with Praful when he says I, I, I think even uh, the government is well aware of this and yeah, but I completely agree with you that this is a Maoist tactics. They never let up. They keeps repeating the same lies day in and day out, hoping that something will stick. Mm. This is a pure Maoist technique. You know, something will uh, stick. We'll keep fighting. So um, that's that's the way it is. Yes. You know, did you notice one thing? You know. Day before yesterday, this uh, um, uh, one interview came up uh, of uh, one Paharji. Yes, in, yes. In, in, right? Maoist, uh, yes, yes. Op India did that. He hmm. started asking, you know, who is Paharji? Who is Paharji? Who is mm-hmm. Paharji? And, you know, nobody bothered to ask the same people who were ready to take words of Maya. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were not ready to take words of Paharji. Who is saying that, okay, you know, I was part of the, this group and yeah. I have seen this person in the, in the meeting. Uh, and I believe he talked about Arun Ferreira? Yeah, he did, he did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So no, actually, <laughs> our friends at Top India did that that interview, and we I, that you actually provided the perfect segue because we were going to talk about that, and we are hoping to get uh, Nupur on the podcast probably in in the next few weeks to talk in detail about this as well. But 
your what was your initial reaction on this profile like when you saw this interview because when we all listened to this it was like uh, i mean it was sort of shocking but it it was like oh my god the 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 theories that have been doing the rounds about the mao is there actually you know true sort of no it is for for me it is not at all shocking hmm. right speaking hmm. uh because uh you know i have a i am i have a firm uh, uh conviction on the basis of observation reading and you know uh, the dealings of these groups uh if you see the journey right from 1960 or or that matter even 1940 of these uh, you know uh groups that are changing their uh, nomenclature their uh, their their objective is uh, the same to overthrow the indian state to take over the state it was never about power it was always about you know uh, it was never about human rights it was always about human feelings it was never about democracy it was always about dictatorship mm-hmm. so see the, the person who is fighting there on the ground in bastar he you know how does he know who is mao Come on, <laughs> yeah. The the ma the 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 nationalism, the Maoism, or the uh, Maoist Leninism, or whatever is the form, it was always urban. Mm. And these intellectuals actually provided the ammunition in real terms as well as intellectual terms in terms of giving cover of human rights or democratic <laughs> rights or dissent or whatever. I think, Prabhu, that is a. That is a separate debate. What I am saying is simple. Reason is, if anyone is a human rights supporter, then the first person they should be questioning is Mao. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. His record in human rights is unreal. Yeah. So when these uh, Stalinists or Leninists or Maoists talk about it, I'm like, if your human rights question their bloody records, man. No, it is just it's just a joke. The people who are still going around calling themselves Maoist Leninists—I mean, it's a joke that in modern India there should be people who go by that nomenclature. Honestly, but it just tells you how, um, how brazen the they are. No, how deep how the rot is. Yes. So before we move on, there is this very disturbing story that happened uh, that I want you guys to initially talk about about this Haryana gang rape that I heard, yeah. right? Right. And then one of the three main accused uh, of Uh, was has been arrested, and according to a report I read, that apparently there was um, uh, there was a doctor who was in the scene at the yeah. scene, it's, and, it's, it's and just the, pathetic. It just and the, the doctor was there till the rape ended, and it didn't, yeah. didn't inform the authorities based on this report. I was shocked. Sunanda. It is shocking. It is. It is shocking. It is. Um, I, I said a few other my... men who were at the field took turns. To, I mean, you know. I, It, it's so disturbing. I think everyone should read the report to just realize what horrors the victim went through, yeah. and only then you'll realize how pathetic the situation was. So, yeah. our, our, I mean, our thoughts, our thoughts are, are with the family and the victim. I can't even know what they're going yeah. through right now. Yeah, it's kind of yeah pathetic. I have, uh, sorry, Praful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, this is this is the uh, you know whole problem, and we have we have seen this. Uh, many times in many cases that uh, unfortunately what has started happening in last uh, few years because mm. uh, in post 2014 mm. is uh, that uh, you know either victims or the uh, you know accused you know they are being uh, treated on the basis of their religious or caste identity instead of dealing with the crime as crime mm. 
uh, we have got into the politicization of everything mm. and i think that is giving cover to these people you you, you must have seen you know, the kind of debate that took place when this whole bill about you know capital punishment for the rapists came mm. yes you know suddenly people came again about human rights you know and the capital punishment all these things show that the, the real intent is not to you know deliberate and discuss things at the societal level and addressing the issue but actually just politicizing it and this is this one thing I think it's giving cover to. Uh, I absolutely believe. I I absolutely think it's um, correct. You know the fact that the whole politicization happens, it's a it's a shame. And till this politicization happens, I don't think we will find a, a solution to this. Um, it's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. But at societal level and everything, we we just need to. Uh, keep working on this absolutely absolutely um so before we end the podcast with recommendations um, our thoughts go out to the victims of hurricane florence in north carolina right yes. here and the typhoon magnitude that's happening in hong kong and stuff my one of my friends who was traveling had to come early it's, it's very bad this situation yes. so anyways our thoughts go out to that but before we end uh, prof any recommendations you have for our listeners uh i would uh, you know uh, 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 uh recommend them to you know before talking anything about hindu or hinduva or uh, uh, you know anything uh, go to the original so go to the you know don't rely on the western uh, sources and one of the books you know uh, that i would recommend i'm uh, trying to get it in english in coming months but it is originally written in 70s in uh, in, in hindi uh, by uh, one of the uh um uh, so of uh, rss ng vaidya uh that is uh, uh, the original uh, title of the book is hindutva purane sandarbh naye anuband hmm. the old context and the uh, new text perhaps hmm. so uh, you know this this is the you know kind of uh, original it is purely based on original references uh, from indian civilization original uh, uh, examples citations so i think these are the things we should uh, uh, go for without uh, before um, making our uh, opinion about uh, uh, any 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 uh, thought or any uh, philosophy and who is the author mg vaidya mg vaidya man okay mg vaidya yeah 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 Uh, uh, so your recommendation you know i just want to wish all our listeners a very happy ganesh chaturthi yes. well, ganesh chaturthi this is season we bring ganesh home so um, a very happy uh, ganesh chaturthi to um, everyone uh, what we do in our homes is we listen to a lot of uh, ganpati bhajans and ganpati um, stutis this um, week so there is one um, you know uh, by pandit jasraj ganpati stuti that i often listen to okay. and uh, Um, i would just recommend that this week and um, you know i heard a very interesting thing about ganesh uh, this weekend um, you know how we call him um, remover of obstacles oh. uh, so the council general of india at a um, conference uh, recently he he said ganesha is um, god of free enterprise and uh, you know so i was wondering how is he god of free enterprise and then i realized because he removes all obstacles 
so i thought that was a very interesting analogy um yeah so um yes ganesha must also be ganesha's free market gone <laughs> but anyway happy ganesha chaturthi to everyone Absolutely. and happy ganesha chaturthi yes everyone. that's my recommendation so, so my recommendation this week is you know <laughs> something happened this week um, so the day the ganesh chaturthi for uh, as jains happens to be sambatsari as well and on that day we do this two or three hour um, uh, prayer ritual we call it what you all call pratikaman in that you actually talk about uh, the things that you may have heard on apne karm kahan kiye hai in throughout the year and then you ask for forgiveness for each and everything and after this the manifestation of all of this is in this one uh, uh, saying that we tell each other called mitcha which means uh, and then bottom line is what the earth uska ye hai ki unknowingly or knowingly whatever wrongs i may have committed against you i beg your forgiveness for it which i think is one of the most beautiful concepts and i think one of the best gifts that jainism could give so my recommendation for all of you is read more about it there are some gurus on youtube jain gurus who have given excellent um, perspective on why this is should be and spend a day and reflect where you, your actions might have knowingly or unknowingly hurt someone and you know call them up and ask for their forgiveness i'm telling you you'll feel so good from within yes so my uh, my recommendation went to a little bit philosophical <laughs> on this but sunanda has written some wonderful lines on this too right so i did i did yeah i i get very um, emotional about um, yeah. samvat sari since you've introduced it to me yeah. i think it makes this your soul lighter hmm. just Chalo. it's okay uh, uh, yeah and, uh, uh, and before people accuse me of proselytizing proselytization i haven't done anything like that I'm joking. I'm just just joking. Uh, but um, but yeah, just just imbibe within. We are all like. Uh, we, we, I mean, I'll I'll tell you. My family. We all celebrate Samvatsari. Next day we go uh, and go to our friends' place who have Ganesh Chaturthi. I think that's the essence of India. That is the real idea of India, isn't that it? Is, yeah, indeed. So so um, Praful, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been excellent yes, discussion. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And and before we close, it's Mitchell uh, Dukadam uh, and Happy Ganesh Chaturthi. Yes, yes absolutely absolutely that's the best note on uh, to close and for all our listeners we'll be back with more next week so yes. stay tuned